Welcome to customer service. How can I help you? Hello. Hello and welcome, Sam. <laughs> Sorry. God. A few moments later. Hello and welcome to the Just Mates podcast, where we aim to destigmatize men not speaking up about mental health. Remember to follow our social pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just Mates Pod. You can listen to and subscribe to our podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcast. All the links are provided in the description. In today's episode, we discuss regrets. Um, personal regrets, if we have any, um, why you shouldn't or should, um, things that people dwell on, and yeah, just regrets all around. Any regrets? I'll just, I'll just fire it off at you. Straight off. I guess um, no. I I always I've always had it in my mind that no matter what I was doing at a certain point in my life and whatever decision I made whether it was a rational decision not thought out it's mm. had that butterfly effect domino effect to other things happening mm-hmm. so in that sense I'm like well if I didn't do that what the blessings that I've got right now if I have any or whatever the situation is that wouldn't be happening yeah I, I suppose like the only real regrets I kind of have is like when you have like an argument or something and then like 10 minutes after the argument like oh I wish I said that I guess so but then like you know in certain instances like with arguments as well or relationships friendships whenever you go through some sort of tribute or some sort of hardship it either whether you regret what you've done or not it either brings you closer or it drives a wedge between you and I suppose in that sense whatever had happened in that argument it kind of brings out the real you like you it is you just with no kind of filter. So whether the other person can grasp the fact that you are like this or you they they realise that it's just a spur of the moment kind of thing, it brings you closer or it doesn't. And I think going forward, it reflects on your relationship going um, ahead. And I don't know, it just I guess I wouldn't regret. I don't know. It's, it's so hard because... That's all right. Think about it. I think in in what I'm trying to say is you can regret things, but I do feel like everything happens for a reason. And whether you've lied about something, whether you've done something wrong or whether the other person's done something, it kind of dictates what's going to happen in the future. So if you could go back and change that, something that's happening currently in your life might not have happened. You, you might not have met a certain someone or... I think going through hardships kind of determines where you are in life, really. I couldn't have summarised it any better, mate, to be honest with you. Not any better. Um, you are you are totally right in the fact that things might have happened um, differently if something panned out a different way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so i mean for example there's this film um called about time and uh, sorry i love that have you seen it yeah yeah so it's basically the the concept of the film is there's a the guys in this family can basically go back in time Mm. and basically this guy is obviously trying to win over a girl so he keeps going back to this first moment that he met this person and trying to trying to get with her and basically so he he goes back to that moment every time and then he he 
always wants to go back into a certain time to change things. And there was one instance in the film, sorry if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, he's had a kid and he goes back so far that when he comes back to real time again to change whatever he changed, his baby's changed, the the gender of the baby changed. Yeah. So I guess if you think about going back and changing something that happened in the past, something that you're so proud of having happened right now might not have even happened. It's a really upsetting part of the film, that. Yeah, I Um, think maybe I've given a big spoiler away, but it just goes to show that... It, it is the butterfly effect, isn't it? Like one thing leads to another, to another, to another. So if you'd, even if you go back and change the fact that you went at home a different way, you might not have come across, I don't know. It's just everything leads on to each other. I think there's also the other element of like dwelling on regret as well. Yeah. Um, obviously it's inevitable, but dwelling on it causes a lot of pain um with things um i know i've i've had it in the past with little things and just pondering on it for a long time that's really damaging yeah because um, you can't change it and if you're like me like you like to fix things um but you can't fix things that can't be fixed yeah so. and i think as well like I, I i will always come back to this and i'm a big believer of everything happens for a reason um I think when you say, for example, you dwell on the fact that you didn't say a certain thing in an interview or you wish you'd have asked a certain question, dwelling on that a week later isn't going to change your position in that in that company or give you the job or take the job away from you. It's done. So the more you dwell on it, you're putting yourself through that pain so many times when you really don't need to. There's nothing that can be done. So what you've got to do is use that as a a moment of reflection and um, learn from that mistake or learn from that that kind of situation you've been through so that when you're next in a similar situation, you know not to do a certain thing or you know to mention a certain something. It's just wisdom. It is. It's all about learning and... Wherever people are at, it's through experiences and learning through what they've been through. Yeah, and then I suppose you become more empathetic towards either yourself or um, other people that are going through this same sort of thing. So um, it's like this whole thing with like if you feel a lot of pain because of something's happened to you, then you can you can empathise with people who are going through the same yeah. thing. And as well, like even if it's the smallest thing, like say if Sam within an, an argument you say something really horrible but you don't mean to, it was just <laughs> literally in that moment, and then say okay so you've moved forward from that and you know that you've done something wrong the other person's accepted it right and then a couple weeks later or months later something happens between you two again and the other person is the one that's angry and they say something that's really out of like character you can then empathize with them and be like well i know that they're saying it because they're angry because that's what i did as well and it kind of gives you another perspective like i'm i should just not take it to heart yeah, well, we're all human, and that's it's a hard thing to come to grips with. But we are all human. We all make mistakes and stuff. So, um, just puts things into that into that light, really. I think it's just learning from their mistakes as well. Like with regrets, it can be, like you said, very damaging dwelling on it because you might you might end up 
um, ruining or um, basically, yeah, ruining or damaging a chance of something else happening because you you keep dwelling on a certain something else that has happened. So you might, okay, for example, you the same situation, you've said something in an interview that you wish you hadn't and for a good six months you just don't apply for a job because you keep thinking that will happen again well now you've just wasted six months yeah and it's you got to sympathize with people with regrets and stuff though um to a large extent because sometimes you can't shake those regrets or thoughts out of your head and it can be quite difficult to yeah so it's um what kind of regrets do you think they would be I don't know, mate. I, I think wasting I think wasting time is a big one. Um, wasting time or not... I, to me, arguments are like the, the, the pinnacle of things to me. I don't know why. Like, oh, I should have said that. Oh, I feel so stupid. You know what I mean? But that was when I was a lot younger. Um, when I had arguments with people. I don't really necessarily have that anymore. Um, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I think it's just when you feel a bit humiliated or something. Like, I think humiliation is the worst that's, one. Yeah, so. that's a good point. Like, I guess some someone saying something and you giving them the opportunity to say it and you kind of regret that you didn't retaliate or you did retaliate. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point because I, I have quite a lot of regret um, for how I used to speak to my mum when I got angry like really angry i said when this is the thing this is the thing with me and i'm much much better now i don't necessarily do it anymore but when i'm angry i just see red and i don't care i just say whatever flies out my mouth yeah um and that's that's something i've been working on but i've said some really horrible things to people close to me um and that's yeah that's one of my regrets and stuff um i I suppose but then it just goes back to learning from it because now you're (laughs) reflecting on it and you're like well i know that going forward i need to hold this emotion in and it's no longer a regret because you've moved forward from that whether you've lost that person or not or whether you are a lot close because now look at your relationship with your mum you're a lot closer to her now yeah 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 of course um so i guess it's just it is maturity as well though isn't it yeah, right. yeah, it is. Um, and it, it does eat away at you and stuff. Like, you, it's finding that balance between, okay, I've learned from my mistake, but, like, there's a certain extent of how much time you should dwell on it. There's no exact amount of time that you should or shouldn't. Yeah, but just like with that. grief or anything that's happened, you can't say, oh, well, you should be over this in two weeks or you should be over this in two months. <laughs> Yes, that's very true. Um, there's another side of, <clears throat> side of regret that I, that's just came to mind. Um, is kind of is this kind of motivational regret? Um, so when you say you know you get like milestones in your life, yeah. Um, so it could be um, it could be school, it could be uni, and then it could be. Your, I don't know, your 30s, 40s, and then deathbed sort of thing. So there's, like, things that you could have, you wish you would have done during that time frame that you couldn't have done. So, like, I, one one of the things that I use as kind of motivation is, like, um, before I die, like, I want to do this, otherwise I'm going to regret it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that's kind of, that's a good, that's a good motivator um, as well. Um, and... 
yeah, do you know where I'm coming from, mate? Yeah, no, I do. And sorry, I, I was I was just kind of in thought as well. And I think there's like, like you just mentioned, milestone regretting. But then I'm just coming across something on how men and women differ in the things they regret. So right. it says here that overall, 44% of women surveyed in one study had romantic regrets versus just 19% of men that had romantic regrets. And that's right. another thing, like maybe relationship troubles, um, divorce, um, marriage, um, not having been to a certain country with someone or spending too much time with someone and it's affected your relationship with your friends, that kind of thing. So that's quite interesting that I guess um, women have that more of a, a, a general attachment in a romantic way to regret on things. Well, I definitely, I'm more on the side of romantic, I'd say, so I can kind of sympathise with that. Yeah. Um, quite a bit. And what did you say, 19%? So 44% of women um, yeah. said that they had romantic regrets and only 19% of men. That's quite a drop. That's a massive drop. That's, That's like half. Yeah. So I guess in that sense, men don't feel emotionally as attached to things that they've done in relationships and they just move forward from it, whereas women kind of dwell on things that have happened. Yeah, well, it's a gem it's a generalization, but like, well, you got the stats to support it, don't you? I suppose, but um, <sighs> I don't know. I dwell on things with just like with not just relationships and stuff, but um, with friends and things. I dwell on that stuff. Yeah, um, no, of course. I think it would be lying if we said there's nothing in the world that we regret. But I think it's. Uh, what what we're trying to say is like we you need to move forward from that because in in 10 years time you're probably the thing that you're regretting now it's not going to literally affect anything that you're doing it's literally an in the moment thing and the more you dwell on it the more you kind of stunt your progression really yeah I mean, but that is true and it's also easier said than done when you're in that regret phase of thinking like oh, i should have said this or i should have i don't know physically done this I, I, I don't know it's it's uh, that's way easier said than done um but you are right um it always goes back to the thing that if it's not going to affect you in five days don't spend longer than five minutes thinking about it but then there's certain regrets that you feel like hinder your hinder your success so for example imagine you've got a year abroad in i don't know japan and you chose to not take it and there's someone in that same group of friends that you've got that did take it and now they're earning what 10 times more than you i guess there's that career regret yeah okay of taking an opportunity and i guess it's it that's not wrong is it like you can always feel like you want more from something it's a really interesting point actually so, like, is there anything in maybe uni that you wish you'd have done to kind of help your career that you didn't do? In my career, not really, mate, because I worked my ass off, um, to be honest. Um, and I got, I had internships during the summers and stuff, and I did work. So, not not really, like, in terms of advancing my career. Um, one thing I do regret, though, is not taking, like, a full gap year and just going travelling. I did it, I did everything in, like, a month and a half, and I kind of wish I did it for a whole year, or at least, like, six, seven months. Yeah. Um, 
that's one of my big regrets. But you know, I, I, I could probably do that when I'm older and got more disposable income. Yeah, I guess for me, on the flip side, I guess because I wasn't a troublesome child or a troublesome student, but I was quite like <laughs> erratic in my behaviour and loud, and you know how I can be. I guess in certain instances, I do sometimes look back and wish that I had concentrated more on a project or I had put more effort into something. But I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't know everything I know today because I kind of developed myself from that. Yeah, I I can sympathise with you in that regard from when I was at school. Remember the whole bullying thing we did? Yeah. I kind of regret not applying myself. Um, from a younger age, but at the same time, I wouldn't have that chip on my shoulder if I didn't experience what I went through. Yeah, of course, yeah. It, it it kind of builds you into the person you are. Um, That's exactly what the character. Yeah, doing. definitely. And there's this thing here I've got up here. It says, "What can we do to cope with regret?" Um, there's there's a couple of things here. I'll probably li- list list onto it. So one of them is make sure you are not taking too much blame. So if you are feeling regretful about something consider the circumstances that have made it more difficult to make good choices in that particular instance or the fact that you had limited knowledge at the time so bouncing off of that we don't always have everything that we need around us to know that we're making the right or wrong decision so it's not wrong or not um not a bad thing to learn from that and then go going forward you if you come across that same instance again you you've got more knowledge about it and you can make a more of an educated decision yes i can tell you that with um i can relate to that quite a bit with uh alcohol okay yeah and stuff um you if you see me at parties now i don't drink a lot yeah um, it's just maturity. I just, I just don't drink a lot because I've, I've had instances where I've been drunk, like very drunk, either got in a fight or got overly emotional or something, or just being a dick. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to shy away from that. And that's why I kind of don't touch it. And I haven't, aside from hating hangovers, um, I suppose a lot of my regret comes from being intoxicated. Yeah, and um, I guess because in that state of mind, you've lost all control of, well, well not all, but the majority of the control of what you're doing. A lot, a, the majority of, of the shit that's ha- happened in my life, um, with the exception of childhood stuff, um, probably going into into being an adult, the majority of shit that's occurred in my life has just been because of drinking. So would you say that's more a self-inflicted kind of pain? No, 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 no. Um, that's, um, yeah, I, I self-inflicted and also inflicted on me as well. So influences... Yeah, just like other people, and like the majority of shit that's been stirred in my life is because of alcohol. Yeah, and and I've kind of built up like a I don't need it anymore sort of thing. I like I, I needed it as like a social lubricant when I was younger to like not really make friends, but to kind of fit in and stuff. But now it's like you don't need that to rely on. Uh, don't, don't know. It just causes a lot of pain. Like I look at a bottle of alcohol now, and I just look at it, and I just think pain. Yeah, like. Emit- it's 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 weird i think it's Um, a level of control as well because there are obviously there must be people listening to this that drink and think well i don't get to that stage that i will be so intoxicated that um i'm going to make these 
wrong decisions but then there's people Mm -hmm. that need to learn from that and going forward be like well i make shit decisions when i am drinking so instead of dwelling on the decisions i've made let me take away the trigger of that bad decision making yeah i was just i was just thinking quite quite heavily about this but because you this is the thing with that i'm not trying to make this like a alcohol podcast at all but i have i have had good times when i'm drinking but just all the issues have stemmed from it it's really weird it's like it's like you 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 have to have it to have fun in like situations with friends but it's the thing that causes issues yeah i've had so many arguments when i'm drinking and stuff i've made i've made wrong decisions um and things but i i I just don't drink anymore mate and i just don't have those problems yeah it's just just take the thing away um it's like i don't even i don't have alcohol and so so let me give i probably shouldn't be saying this but like um I was I was sitting in my room last night and I was watching, watching TV, um, and we've got one of these. We've got a housemate um, that you know he he always has like a a, a a beer can in his hand. His new housemate always has like a beer can in his hand. And I thought that's a bit weird. Was you know each to, each to their yeah. own. Like do what you want. I'm not going to do anything. Um, and. Um, I did. I did raise something to the landlord. Say, like, you know, you need to look out for him because he was very loud and stuff. And you know, he said there was this girl coming out of his bedroom or something, and he said some really violent things to her. And I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but that's not on. That you can't do that in this house. Um, and I told the landlord. He gave me a warning. Um, but last night I was sat down. I was watching TV. <laughs> And um, I heard, I heard this bang downstairs, like this this movement, this bang, this shouting, and I was like, "What the what the hell was that?" So I went downstairs, and like this guy had had a fight with his friend. Oh wow! Uh, like a physical fight, and his friend left, and he was just so drunk. Um, so that's just another example. It was just like I'm not drinking, but that's how alcohol can like affect you and stuff like that i just don't understand how people just aren't full of regret but continue to do it yeah i think it's just the the fit the then people are kind of oblivious to how their decisions are affecting other people and they kind of don't want to kind of accept the fact that they're the problem Mm. Mm. so i guess I think a a big thing about this uh, steering away from that is yeah, yeah is um learning to forgive yourself because I think that's where a lot of things you can get a lot of gain a lot of closure from it from bad decision making is accepting that you've done something wrong whether it have been in your control or not in your control but once you learn to because we find it so much easier to forgive others than we do ourselves but once you learn to forgive yourself for that decision bad decision you've made you can see in your mindset that you'll realize that i can move forward from this but until you actually just let go and actually say well i've done this but there's nothing i can do let me move forward you're going to be stuck in a loophole there's a thing that um works for me that i was oddly enough speaking about last night to someone um that works for me quite well um it's just if i i call it this is this concept i can't remember where it's from but it's called pain body okay so it's like looking 
at the pain inside the person. Like it's kind of, I don't want to say soul because it's not that deep, but it's like looking at the pain behind that. So like if you were to look at me, it's enough to say if I was being violent towards you sort of thing. Um, no, no, let's, let's say I, let's, let's say you were being violent towards me. What a tactic that works for me to kind of understand your pain is to kind of look at you from like a child standpoint to be like, okay, where does this stem from? So it's like that inner child is hurting sort of thing so he's taking it out on me do you know what yeah I'm to say? so yeah it's just that, that in that sense of feeling uh, or being more empathetic yeah that that really works with me um so if something bad has happened to me i do try and look at it from the other person's perspective as best as i can i guess it's like taking if- a step back and instead of kind of building on their anger by getting back angry back at them kind of stepping stepping back and realizing well okay he might be overreacting or she might be overreacting but there's a reason for it there's it's not just out of nowhere there's a there's a route to this problem yeah and then you can see behind that there there is a lot of there can be a lot of pain and there's there is reasons and stuff like you might have done the same thing in that situation and then you reflect back to well i did this to somebody else and now i realize how they must have been feeling and then going forward, you can either, when you're in a better state of mind, talk to that person like you were behaving like this, you were quite erratic, um, it had this effect on me, I've done the same thing, and then you can both learn from it. I think that's... that's, And then you forgive yourself for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, yeah, with regret, there's... Because um, there's so many people that I know that would say that they don't have any regrets at all. And I guess people live in the moment in that sense, don't they? They like, if something's happened, that's it. There's nothing they can do. And not a lot of people have the courage and the the strength to just forget everything. So what would you? Well, what I, advice would you give to someone who's currently regretting something personally? Exactly what, exactly what I just said to you. Like, just... I don't want to just say learn from it because I just sound like a like a dad standing over you just saying learn from your mistakes because it's not as easy as that. No. Um, I do kind of just want to say like see what happened from that standpoint and like understand why you did it um, and next time um, just remember that fear like say say like, like this whole thing with like naf you and me got in a scuffle whatever um for whatever reason wouldn't happen but um i would say in the second time round, we noticed we were but i noticed we were both getting in a scuffle again it's like remember what remember how painful that was the first time yeah so just taking a step back from it it's the whole um kid touching the fire concept yeah of course so what you've done it once you know it's going to cause you damage you won't do it again yeah um and yeah and it, it is the definition of insanity if you do things again and again and again expecting a different result sort of thing yeah like of you're gonna get and so it's like like you just said if, if you put your hand in fire not knowing what fire is so say from an alien perspective and you you get burnt you know that next time you see the fire well i'm not going to put myself through that again so you learn from it and i think it just does root to that sentence that you learn from your mistakes but there are some people Mm. that instead of reflecting on it they keep making the same mistake but do you Mm. feel like that's because they don't actually understand the effect they're having on other people i think like 
and this is this is quite hard that's a very difficult question mate because it requires you to like be actually be that person. it is very subjective most of the time most of the time it's because that person is is experiencing something um which has caused them a great deal of pain so they so that pain leads off into them thinking i don't give a shit anymore so it goes back to what we mentioned on our last podcast hurt people hurt people Yes, mate. So yeah. I think that's what's really interesting. Every every week that we do an episode, it it kind of ties into something that we've mentioned before. And before you know it, all of these kind of emotions tie into the, the same outcome, which is literally move forward from something that's happened. Mm-hmm. And I think going forward, it's so hard to say to someone, well, stop regretting it because you can't change it. Because in that frame of mind, you're not going to listen to anyone. So it's... it's Sorry, I'm thinking. No, it's, it's, it's a hard one. I'm, I'm trying to think of, for example, what other... other like you said, like... Um, it was it kind of goes back to the bullying kind of perspective is the reason that someone's bullying someone and they're not regretting the fact that they're doing it is because they don't know any different i'll tell you there's something that that i'm not blaming my mum at all by any means um so this just breaks off from what you were saying so i apologize but this is what i was thinking about um whenever i'm in an argument with someone and this is what my mum's kind of drilled into me is to always like always call them up and upon like try and amend things because you don't know if that person's gonna die like you know you know yeah, what i mean tomorrow's like, never promised me. is it so yeah that's what i do with people um as i mean if they're a complete narcissistic <laughs> then i won't but if it's like a mate or if it's like a partner or if it's whatever like i will try to amend things because i just don't know what tomorrow's going to bring so my mom my mom says this to me like because I, <laughs> I can't get in arguments with her it's quite funny and then she <laughs> she always like i i call her back and she goes i was i was i was waiting till you call back <laughs> Yeah, she knows I will call back and apologise, and she says that's one of the loveliest things about me is because I recognise it. It's like, yeah, because you drilled it into my skull when I was a child. I <laughs> yeah, no, like, oh, but that's so something maybe... you've learned from, isn't it? And I guess the easiest way, and it goes back to what I was saying before about forgiving yourself, is putting yourself in in that position to be forgiven first. So it kind of gives you more closure. Like, say, for example, you said something horrible to your girlfriend um, or, or your mum or your dad and mm-hmm. and you you start regretting it instantly and then they, there's an argument, whatever, whatever, and then you speak to them again and they're like, and you apologise and then they, like you just said, they say, no, it's, it's okay. That kind of drills into your mind. Well, now they've accepted it. I can now move forward from this. So I guess if you have regrets, find closure in some sort of way. Mm. so seek seek some closure so like if you've done something horrible or if there's a decision you haven't made maybe go back to the interviewer and say is there anything that you would you you would change about my behavior in in what i asked or do you feel like how can i improve in the next time that i have an interview then you learn from it you get closure and then you can literally move forward it's actually quite true to be honest because life is just mistakes it is and because what what is that um 
Let me. I, I wrote something a while ago. Like it, I think it was in one of our um, in one of our podcasts that we did, um, maybe a couple of weeks back. But um, I wrote this. I, I like I compiled a bunch of like different quotes and stuff, um, and stuck them into one sentence. So it's like. Um, do, 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 do. Whatever doesn't, whatever doesn't challenge you, doesn't will not change you. I'm strong because I have been weak. I'm fearless because I have been afraid. I am wise because I have been foolish. Like, yeah, I love that. I absolutely love it. Um, because it just shows like time. It's that whole time element, isn't it? Where like you just you just grow and you understand and you. You know, the, the wisest people have made the most mistakes. Yeah, sort of course, thing. and and even in 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 not even such serious instances, but like for example, say you've started a clothing brand and you sell something a lot more expensive than it should have been, and it doesn't make enough sales, and you kind of regret the fact that your one of the first products you dropped was too expensive. Then going forward, instead of regretting the fact that you've done that, you can literally there's something that can be done from that. So that means your second product, take the market value down, take the product value down, and you will get sales. That is literally as easy as that. It's reflecting on the bad decision you've made and turning it into something positive. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. And it's... Um... What was this? Something, something that Simon Sinek said. I don't know who, if you know who Simon Sinek is. Um, um, no. Just a, just a just a big marketing dude. Um, he's he's quite he's quite good. He's, he does the book um, uh, start with why or something. Uh, I think it's called that. Um, yeah. And he said he said someone asked him what was if you could what was what was something you would remind yourself like if you were in in the company sort of thing um that you didn't know now sort of things like you don't have to know all the answers yeah so you don't have to know all the answers and you're you, you like luckily um in western society you're like you're encouraged to not encouraged to make mistakes but you're encouraged to learn from them. yeah um as if you go, I don't know too much about this, but if you go to like Asian countries and stuff like maybe like Japan or China or stuff like making making the wrong decision or like failing is 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 really bad. Yeah. Um, but here it's like, you know, there's, there's and especially in America, it's like you you fail kind of and rewarded you, for it. Yeah, sort of thing. It's better. So it's like you fail, you build up from it and you succeed. And that's, that's I, I guess that's actually that leads on to maybe when you have a sense of regret instead of dwelling on it maybe discipline yourself so yeah say you've done something silly that you it's literally the, the it, just an idiot mistake right instead of dwelling on it um not punish yourself that's not the the term but discipline yourself so say you've say argument um, for argument's sake, you've said something stupid and you're now reflecting on it and you're like, well, why did I say that? So then for maybe for a, f a few days, take away something that you enjoy doing and don't do mm -hmm. it and kind of discipline yourself that, well, if I do this again, I know that I'm going to have to stop doing this certain thing. It's like how parents kind of... Um, discipline their children like if they've been out too long well you're not playing your playstation tonight and they know that if i go out for longer than this amount of time again i won't have a playstation to play on yeah i'm getting flashbacks now <laughs> <laughs> were you a naughty kid <laughs> yeah i mean i was a devil 
But yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like giving, like, for example, when I skip, right, I've learned to do this thing is if I cock up while I'm skipping, like I trip up or I um, I break the, the, the routine, every time I break that routine, I, I do 10 push-ups. So mm. now every time I skip, I try and make less and less mistakes because I know that I'm going to have to do 10 push-ups when I basically ruin my routine. And it just goes with anything in life. Like if you know there's going to be a negative effect from you doing something, you won't do it. What's this? Um, just give me another flashback here. I remember my, when I used to play football in the first, in the first American football in the first year, you know, it's obviously played in intervals and stuff like, um, as a rookie, you're going to make mistakes, and if it's a sport which is it's not complicated, but like if it's the first time you're playing it, it's it's difficult. Yeah. Um, have to remember different routes and like what everybody's doing, and it's very strategic. It's like it's like I call it like physical chess. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like that. Um, and often a lot, I would cock up my route or I would do the wrong thing, and they always used to say like, when, if you cock up after that first play you have you don't have time to dwell on it you just get on with the next play and i think that's kind of a really good outlook on life just like okay you've done that onto the next play when you come off the field think about yeah how can you do it better just gives you more food for thought don't it yeah exactly and that's really helped me it just reminds Um, me of uh, have you seen coach carter Oh mate, I love. So that obviously, film. when when Coach Carter officially comes in as the coach, he he kind of disciplines the whole team, doesn't he? He's like, you need to do ten runs, you need to do ten laps, you need to do a thousand push-ups. Um, yeah. And going forward, them kids that are in that team, they learn, don't they? They they learn that if I don't do well in my exams, I won't be able to play. Which is kind of what I'm I'm trying to say is about disciplining yourself. But until when somebody else is doing it to you, you kind of, it becomes hard to learn from it because you know that you're not controlling it. But when you put yourself through that, that form of discipline, you kind of know that this is in my control. So why would I do something stupid? Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah, I'm just, just teaching yourself to not be an idiot yeah that's a really that's a really interesting point actually i haven't thought about it from like that perspective so like like um, i said with the skipping if i go wrong i do 10 push-ups and every time i do them 10 push-ups my arms start hurting and i can't skip as well and then i start to lose my form i do whatever so now i make such little mistakes because i know them push-ups are going to make it harder for me yeah it's um the route to perfection almost but even though there isn't perfection no it's trying to get close to it as possible but yeah um, I, th- I think finishing off on on regrets it's okay to make mistakes that that's the biggest thing as well like it's it's normal if everyone was perfect and knew everything and had all the knowledge that that they needed everybody would be a robot there'd be no emotion <laughs> in the world there'd literally be no competition no healthy competition there'd be no uh, businesses that are different because everybody would just know everything yeah um then that's um and you go back go back to this thing it kind of links to that whole thing of like you don't need to know the answer no exactly and it's okay to be clueless on something but you can always educate yourself that's that's it and you learn and it's okay um, it's okay to be shit at something yeah it's okay you're not going to be good at everything no Um, and don't try to be good at everything because you just burn out or you just 
you know that's 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 one of the things i've learned just maximize work on your weaknesses and try and capitalize on your strengths exactly like if you focus too much on doing everything you start to be known you don't you're not known for anything because you just do everything i don't know how to explain it but you're not known for something specific so nobody's going to look for you and know what you do because you do everything. <laughs> so if there's a bunch of people and one of them knows, well, one of the, okay, 10 of them, okay, eight of them know everything, but two of them know design marketing to its full potential. The people that are in, in the room looking for a design, a marketing person, are going to go to them two people, not the eight people that know everything, because what use are they? <laughs> yeah, well, it's because, yeah, yeah, because it's honing in on certain yeah, things, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's okay to not be, a perfe- be per- perfect to everything. No, you're not going to be perfect to everything. And you, you know, aim for p- perfection, but it's, it, it's like that whole thing. Like, yeah, aim for perfection, but you're not going to get there. No. You know, it's it's it, nothing is perfect, it's a cool and, world. and that's nice. It's it's a nice nice in a way, really. Just to finish off there, like nothing is perfect, no. but why should it? Why should it be? Yeah, I think it would be a very dull world, as I said. Yeah. It'd be very robotic if everything was just as it should be. Well, see, see, see light in your imperfections, and see light in other people's imperfections, yeah. and that will help you. And you might realise that the imperfections that you hold are perfections to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know some people definitely who think, oh, this is like an imperfection of mine and stuff. But no, no, I, I think, I think that that to me is gold dust. You know? Yeah, a lot, a lot, of course. So um, yeah, let's um, let's cap it off there then. Um, that's episode twenty six on regrets. I guess this was kind of just to round up. It's a difficult one for us to personally talk about when there's not a certain things that we specifically regret. Maybe coming from yeah. um, someone who's older or the older generation, there might be more they can talk of. Yeah, there's a couple of um. I haven't actually watched them, but they do come up on my recommended feed on YouTube. So they they ask like old people like maybe like 100 years old or something like what other things you regret i haven't watched them but i think that would be a good thing yeah no that's that's um, a good recommendation and you know what i can actually imagine that a lot of them have got to that age and thought i don't regret anything because yeah. th- they're at that age where they're like it's done now i'm this old what what, what can i do about it yeah i suppose um, but no, I have to give it a watch, and I think you should give it a watch. Thanks again, guys, for for tuning in to episode twenty six. Um, but I guess a light hearted kind of subject. Yeah, definitely. In comparison to what we've been talking about previously. I yeah, um, and if there's anything that um, you guys relate to, and you kind of want to talk to someone about your regrets, or you've kind of relate to something that we've mentioned, and think, well, oh, I didn't think of it like that. Feel free to message either of us on our social. Um, yeah, we are at Just Mates Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Just Mates Podcast on Spotify and Anchor and YouTube. And yeah, give us a follow on our socials. Brilliant, mate. Um, thanks for uh, t- 
taking the time to do this one. I, I, I think I, you kind of asked me, didn't you? Like, what should we do? What should we talk talk about this week? And I was just like, hmm, I don't know. Just rolled off the tongue, like, yeah. and then we just rolled with it. <laughs> it but yeah, no, um, yeah. So uh, it's been great. Um, episode twenty six. I've been the face. I've been Sam. And we'll see you later. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Like podcast. I like how much. <laughs> okay. Thank you for calling Just Mids Podcast. See you later.